What's going on guys? We're back with another episode of For the Record. Today we're going to be touching on these highly anticipated uh, AFC and NFC championship games. Obviously we're looking at the big one in the NFC. It's uh, the GOAT versus uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And then AFC we got Patty Mahomes and Josh Allen, aka the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. Um, should be two really, really good games. Um, which one are you guys looking forward to? Uh, of course, I'm looking forward to Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. But um, I don't know. I'm pulling for Brady. Yeah. You know, like I told you guys last time, Brady, his mentality is way different when it comes to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that he really want to get to another Super Bowl and win. Yeah, I think people running with the narrative that um, Tom is trying to do this to prove, well, I mean, I think obviously to a degree he's doing it to prove his worth outside of New England, but I think the narrative that people run with is the whole, you know, Bill Belichick versus Tom Brady, who gets most credit and everything like that. And you can go whichever path that you choose, but I think the notion that that's what he's playing for is kind of ridiculous. I think to, to think that anybody's playing for anybody else other than themselves and their teammates and their families or whatnot. Like, I think that that's kind of weird. But, I mean, the fact that Tom Brady came from the AFC spending 20 years there, went to the NFC, took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which, if you didn't know, uh, out of all the sports, every major sport, they had the worst winning percentage of any sport in any history. Or any uh, any sport. Worst winning percentage of all time. Mm. And he that. takes... He takes the team who was pretty much the same roster as last year, except for the quarterback, uh, a 7-9 and nine team, uh, to the playoffs for the first time in 14 years. And with their win against Washington, gets them their first uh, playoff win since 2002. Actually, it was Super Bowl against the Raiders. Sorry, it's like, But that was their first playoff win since 2002, since February uh, 2002. And now he's got them in the NFC Championship, obviously, for the first time since 2002. But, I mean, I think just the courage that it took to leave something that you're so content with and something that you spent 20 years in, something that you won six Super Bowl rings, you know, over freaking 40-plus playoff games, and to go to uh, Tampa Bay and the NFC and to get them even to this point is nothing short of amazing. But he's got a tall test in front of him and Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is for sure the MVP this year, and he's been balling the fuck out. What did he throw, 45-8? to eight? 45 touchdowns to 8 interceptions, something like that. Something like that. So, he's fucking balling. So, it's not going to be an easy game. And I don't think it's going to play out the same way it did the first time in Week 6. When, obviously, Tampa Bay kind of steamrolled them and went to the 38-10 to win. But, you know, it's kind of like with the Dustin to McGregor. I feel like, you know, they're going to make the corrections and come correct. So, I mean, prediction for that game? Um... Nothing. Nothing. It's just. I mean, um, like Tom Brady is the goat. Aaron Rodgers. Everyone want to call Aaron Rodgers the goat, but he's not the goat. Um, Just Tom. Just I'm going with Tampa. You know. Yeah. I. I mean. Or Tampa. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I went with. uh, I went with New Orleans last week. And I told you guys in that episode that it's like, I hope that I'm wrong because I want to see Tom just keep going. And I was. But this week, I really feel like everybody's going to win. I feel like 
I'm just going with the hot hand. I, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. And I don't like that narrative either that people do, oh, Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Nah, it's the Green Bay Packers versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, it's, this is not basketball where you can't play both sides of the ball. You can't play offense and defense. You have to rely on other people. That's why it's called the ultimate team sport because you can't do everything. Obviously, Tom cannot go out and play wide receiver <laughs> or any other position other than quarterback because quarterback is majority mental and it's about playing chess. It's about outsmarting the defenses that they present to you. But I think, like I mentioned with the Saints, something that Drew couldn't take advantage of was their young secondary. And Drew obviously couldn't drive, drive the ball down the field. But Aaron obviously can. And with a healthy Devontae Adams back, because I think when they met in week six, that was Devontae Adams' first week back. Mm-hmm. So I think he's got his legs under him. He's been... he. He fucking uh, balled out against Jalen Ramsey, even though Jalen was talking all that talk. But Devontae Adams went crazy. So I'm just going with the hot hand. I'm going with Aaron Rodgers exposing the defense that I saw Drew. But obviously I forgot to mention that he had that rib injury and, you know, his age and everything like that plays a factor. So I completely spaced out on the fact that he wasn't going to be able to take advantage of that because they were just sitting on a lot of, you know, a lot of plays that the Saints were running. But I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to take advantage of it. And I just don't think the defense... I think Tom is going to keep them in it because they're going to be shooting back and forth. But like I said, I feel like that defense is going to cave in eventually. I don't know, man. It's just Tampa Bay defense stepped up. Because remember, we even talked about this on the last episode. The Saints did beat... uh, The Saints beat Tampa Bay twice in the season. Yeah. And Drew Brees did take advantage of that secondary, but that secondary stepped up against yeah. the Saints. But that's what I was saying, though. It's like Drew was having a hard time actually driving the ball up the field because I think the last time they met was like uh, week eight or nine, and then they met San Francisco. I think the following the following week, and that's when he suffered the rib injury. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's what was like kind of holding him back from being able to throw. But you're right. I mean, if he was out there playing, he's as healthy as anybody, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody's probably battling injuries, especially at this point in the season. So And it's going to be a different story, too, because I think Tampa Bay is going to get their full D-line back. So, <laughs> you know. I know you like to talk about that Ndamukong Sue versus Aaron Rodgers matchup. But then I played against this guy, but I played with his older brother, uh, Vita Bea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's nice. So having Sue and Vita in the middle, and plus you already got your... Pass rushers on the outside, and yeah. JPP and um, what's his name, Shaq uh, Barrett. Shaq Barrett, yeah. So, Aaron Rodgers gonna be in. Uh, yeah, that's another thing too. Know. If if Tampa can get consistent pressure on him, then because you already got anything Tampa can happen, Bay man. already got two good linebackers. It's just their secondary, like we already talked about, is suspect. But their two linebackers are just. Yeah, Devin White's fucking different, bro. That was last week was his first uh, first playoff game. He's a second-year player. And that was his first game back since yeah. injury. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he was on uh, COVID protocol. Art. But, yeah. Yeah. Same, same. What I thought was kind of interesting, uh, I was watching this video earlier uh, just talking about the Packers and how their offense has improved uh, versus last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that the, the, the video was talking about is uh, how they – uh, Aaron Rodgers, or you know, and the coaching staff, obviously, uh, they they lessen the numbers of the five and seven uh, step dropbacks mm-hmm. for him because they felt that when he was doing that, I guess in the previous season, 
uh, it would you know it would leave his his linemen like a little exposed to edge rushers because they would just bend that corner yeah. and get to him and really put the pressure on him. So, and he and, you know and when he would do that, he was you know scrambling trying to make a play because he makes big plays off scrambles and you know long yeah. long downfield throws and things like that. But one of the things they were saying is how this year they improved. They you know lessened those numbers. So now he's not taking so many steps, dropping back, and he's you know uh, making more higher percentage, uh, you know, shorter throws. Yeah, because the thing also about, that's really well known about Aaron Rodgers is that his footwork is terrible. And the reason why he's able to get away with it for so long is because his arm talent is ridiculous. So it basically kind of compensates for the lack of footwork. But, I mean... I I just feel like, you know, like Zig was saying about about the defense, I think that that's something that they, the Packers probably took into account. And, you know, I feel like and I'm, I mean, we've seen Brady do this before too. You know, uh, with with the short passes, moving downfield, just yeah, you know, making things happen. And I think the reason why they switch it up this season because what happened in a NFC Championships against the Niners, taking that what seven step yeah. to shorten it because when you have Nick Bosa and they're uh, getting to you in six. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I think I think it's gonna. I mean, obviously they've made a lot of improvements, but I just think that's. Like, like you mentioned, that's a key thing. You said they're going to have their D-line back. And so I feel like that's going to be, you know, a big factor, seeing how the O-line holds up and, you know, seeing if they can make things happen from within the pocket, uh, you know. And, you know, they got Devontae Adams back. So, I mean, it's just it's going um, to be interesting to see. Correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't the Packers going to be without David, um, what's his last name? Bakhtiari? Yeah. Oh, Probably that? the best left tackle in all of football. Oh, Arguably, and oh, they're without shit. him. Oh no! Yeah, so I mean, there's. But see how, see last, how we brought up. But see, did they play last week without him? I think he. I don't think he's played for a while, to be honest. But you see how that like goes back and forth. We're saying, if the secondary, you know, if the front seven can get pressure on Aaron to not give him the ability to expose the secondary, then Aaron Rodgers fixes his footwork. To where he shortens the time to what to allow pressure to get to him, but then the fact that they don't have the linemen, so it's just like it goes in a constant cycle yeah. of what could happen that could result in another. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like a snowball effect. Like, and it's just crazy because everyone know the history against Sue and the Packers because Sue was on Detroit. Yeah, and uh, what other team he went to Miami, but I don't think Miami played the Packers uh, when Sue was on uh, Miami, but Sue hate the Packers. He hate Aaron Rodgers because... Is there a reason for any of this? Well, I mean, because well, the, the, the rivalry... Rivalry and the Packers Aaron always okay. beat the Lions. Okay. So if you really think about it, so... You've probably been beating up on him for so long that it's like... And Sue did uh, stomp on yeah. someone's leg or arm or something that. like that, so... Yeah, it was a little dirty. Yeah. But I guess we can move on to the AFC Championship game now. And like I said, like Did you make on. your final prediction for the? Oh, you said you said you said you want Aaron Rodgers to win. So I don't want Aaron Rodgers to win. I think that's what's going to happen. You think that he's going to win? Yeah. And then Zig, but, Zig thinks. Uh, Tampa Bay's going to win. Bay. Yeah. What Tom, about you? Tampa, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. What about you? I mean, um, sure. go with your gut. I'm probably just going to go with the Packers. Okay. I don't have any bases behind that really, but it's, it's the hot just, hand. I'm telling you, I it's mean, the hot hand. I just, I'm just. That's what I'm feeling like right now. See how it goes. Should be a good one. But uh yeah, so moving on to the AFC championship game. We got uh Kansas City Chiefs 
versus the Buffalo Bills. Thoughts? Um, yeah, I got the Bills. Um, I feel oh. like I feel like Patrick Mahomes should not be playing this week because he did get a concussion last week against uh, the Browns, and even though he did get, uh, get up, but he was stumbling and. Uh, Right when he got to the sideline, he got his uh, feet right under him. And he was moving around, but still. He ran to the tunnel. It's concussion protocol. Yeah. I feel like if the NFL really big on helmet-to-helmet concussions, then you should not let. But that wasn't a helmet-to-helmet caused concussion, right? No, I think no. he fell on his head, right? No, he didn't. Uh, so basically how it, how it went, Patrick Mahomes was running the ball. He lowered his head, diving mm-hmm. first. So basically, he is a running back. If you lower your head, or you're if you runner. go, or you're a runner, not a running back, you're a runner. So how the linebacker came in, forearm under the chin, mm. well under the face mask, got him in the chin, and that's how Patrick yeah. Mahomes was out for at least what how many however seconds it was. Yeah. So it was really. Um, yeah, he just got hit with a forearm. The linebacker, I'm not saying it's a dirty play, but, you yeah. know. I mean, well, like you well, said, when when you tuck the ball and you, you go in head first, you're a runner. Yeah. So, so at the same time, you're a free ranger to get hit like anybody else. And it's That's crazy. why they have the sliding rules. So. Yeah, and it's crazy that um, Patrick Mahomes' mom said that was a dirty play. It wasn't a dirty play. It was a football move. At least. If he went in sliding and then got knocked unconscious, that's different. Yeah. But he put his head down. So... Fair play, but obviously you don't like to see shit like that. Yeah, and um, I feel like back to the concussion protocol, if the NFL is real serious about following these protocols, do not let Mahomes play. Yeah, here's the thing about that. If two years ago Mahomes isn't the the NFL MVP, and if just last year he doesn't win Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP, they probably wouldn't let him play. But I think because of those, those specifics... I don't think I think that they're gonna let him play. And honestly, like, I don't know if I'm in Patrick Mahomes' shoes, I'd play because it's just like, yeah. I mean, it's one thing if the NFL doesn't allow me to play, but the player is always gonna say that they want to play. Kind of like the UFC. It's just like when they when a call or when a fight gets stopped, they always protest, right? But it's just like they're there to protect you from yourself. So it's like that's essentially what the NFL is there to do. But, you know, it's, it's it's a real complicated situation. But I hear you, like, if they're really concerned about, like, his safety and they want to keep it consistent, then don't let him play. But at the same time, in-house testing or whatever, like, they can be altered slightly just so he, he can just make the cusp of, like, yeah, he's healthy enough to play. So you, you kind of never know what goes on behind the scenes. but True, but it's kind of dangerous, too, because what if he does get tackled and yeah. his helmet hit the hit the ground, and yeah. he got another concussion. Maybe because he didn't recover yeah. from the previous concussion. Yeah. Now you paying this, one of, well, a rising star, yeah. all this money to be your franchise quarterback yeah. for a long time, and now he's dealing with concussion back-to-back. Yeah. So. I mean, I think with a situation like that, too, if they were on the verge of, you know, playing him or not, I think that ultimately they would leave it up to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of just be like, it's your call. What do you want to do? You want to play or you want to not want to play? Right. And I think the pride of a, a professional athlete. Uh, who was it that said, um, it was Jamal Adams when he still played for the Jets. Uh, 
I forget what the context of the question was, but basically he was talking about being on the field and he said this is the perfect place to die. And a lot of people took issue with it, but I don't have an issue with that just because it's just like that's how much these players and people invest themselves into something that they're actually passionate about and that they love. And, you know, obviously it's a little dark for some people, but I completely respect that because I understand where it's generated from and I understand what it means. It doesn't necessarily mean that he wants to die there, but it's just saying, like, that's what I give my everything to. If if for whatever reason I go out that way, I go out that way. Yeah. So, and I feel like a lot of players have that mentality. I just don't think a lot of people have worded it and been outspoken about it in that way. No, I respect everything Jamal Adams said, you know, given the fact these guys put uh, blood, sweat, and tears from peewee, high school, college, just trying to make it to the NFL. So I understand now you have enough money to put your family in a good situation. That was helping you getting to these uh, practices and all the workouts and everything. So I get what you're saying. But. Always a but. <laughs> hey, there's always going to be a but. Yeah. But safety comes first. Yeah, I Because agree. a lot of NFL players after football have CTE, like what happened to Junior Seau, and yeah. all the other retired. So, yeah, you know. I mean, for, for longevity purposes and just for the sake of his career and his livelihood, I agree with you. I, I think that they should have played. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um and I'm not only saying don't let him play because I'm a Raider fan. I'm just a football. I'm a football fan you hear, too. You hear so. what I said mainly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's part of it. <laughs> nah, but um, so I mean that's that's a is it a game time decision or has it been concluded of if he's gonna play or not? I'm not sure, but if, assuming it, I what I think it is gonna be, I think it's gonna be a game time decision. Okay, well, he was practicing this week, yeah. It, um, I think, I think so, like, yeah. like, like, like practice, yeah. like practice. So yeah. okay, that that puts me in a complicated complicated situation when it comes to making the prediction but if he's playing i don't know how healthy he's gonna be i don't know if he is gonna be 100 percent. obviously that increases their chances tremendously because i think if he doesn't play i for sure got buffalo um even before he got injured i was feeling like um buffalo had a good chance of going up against them especially with the momentum that they have and kind of you know the last couple weeks where the the Chiefs kind of tapered off and kind of had a hard time with Atlanta, even though Atlanta did like um, significantly improve since the firing of Quinn. But um, just the way they kind of like slipped by those last couple games, and obviously Mahomes didn't play the last game, so they dropped it, but they lost, right? Right. So I feel like with Mahomes, they the Bills had a, you know, maybe not a 50-50 chance, maybe like a 30% chance, 40% chance. But I feel like without him, I feel like they're up to like 70 or 80. So I'd for sure pick Buffalo if Mahomes is not playing. But I think even a 100%, uh, not 100% Patrick Mahomes will, can lead them to the Super Bowl. We'll just hope that he's 100% when he gets to the ball. Yeah. Because he's going against the GOAT or Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see. I'm going to go with the Bills. Yeah? It's, 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 I, don't, I don't know. Like I said, this is... It's coming from a guy who doesn't watch too much football. I like, I mean, I kind of keep up with some, you know, little things here and there. But, I mean, the trajectory of the Bills uh, with Josh Allen, I mean, just his connection his, with Stephon Diggs too is and it's his, ridiculous. And yeah. seeing his improvements over the years, just just how he's you know really taken into that role. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I don't know. Sometimes you just see see things and see a team like you know a team like the Buffalo Bills who haven't been in the playoffs since what year was it again? Um, ninety five, five, yeah, four. Um, I think the Browns were ninety four, the Bills were ninety five. Because okay. the Bills went back, I want to say three times, like back to back, three times. Oh yeah, was or one, was it four times? Crazy. I think it was four, bro. Yeah, shit was crazy. Bro. And they lost Jim to, Kelly. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> they lost to Reed. Dallas twice. Um, yeah, they just lost four Super Bowls. So let's just leave it as that. It's just hard to like. We're gonna have to rub it in. Yeah, but they're in a position now to bring themselves back, and they're. Yeah, they're looking really good, and I, I just, I just think you know, there's, there's always, there's you can always just that. see that charisma kind of oozing off of them. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You, you can kind of just see the, like the yeah. new and improved, the new branded type Buffalo Bills. And I think that's that, why I, I was even giving them a chance, even if Patrick Mahomes was playing. But yeah, I was gonna say I think that puts, I think that puts the team like in just in a different kind of headspace. Just mm-hmm. like, you know, regardless of everything else that's going on there, you know, they they made it this far, you know, together, and I think that. I think that they're just gonna, you know, keep this momentum and and just keep keep rolling because they're they're killing it right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. just, <laughs> what they did to the Ravens. Yeah, you know, I didn't expect that. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, it's gonna be, a, you know, because that's the crazy thing too. It's just like what they did to the Ravens. It looked easy, but had Tennessee been there, I don't feel like it would have been that easy of a game for Buffalo. No, which is kind of weird, but it's all about matchups. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, they they look really good though. So, but they still need to work on that running game. Yeah. They need a running game if they want to play against. If they play when they play against Kansas City and they get the lead, if Patrick Mahomes playing or not, if you have a lead, run the clock by just running the ball. Mm-hmm. You cannot always pass it against the Ravens. They were just passing it the whole time. Yep. So, because incompletion stops the clock and it gets the ball back in the hands of the. Opposing quarterback, you so. can already see without Patrick Mahomes, they could still win the game in like what six or nine to like eight minutes left on the clock. So, mm-hmm. yeah, should be a good weekend of football. Should be a good weekend of UFC. Um, we'll be right back in the lab with another episode for you guys as soon as that weekend is over. And I hope you guys stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time.